0: Our fourth session on 1 Thessalonians 2 9 to 12. I'm going to ask three questions about this
1: calling.
0: You are witnesses, and God also, how holy and righteous and blameless we became toward you who believe, just as you know. How like a father with his children exhorting each one of you and encouraging you and testifying that you walk worthily
1: of the God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. So what is it? And why is it present tense instead of who called you? Past tense.
0: And To what are we called? And I'll just point to that, and then we'll take up kingdom and glory next time as we finish this paragraph. So, Father, as we look at the wider teaching on calling in this letter and in Paul, would you show us what it means as Christians that we have been called, and then what this calling is? The God who calls into his kingdom and glory, so that we can enjoy and walk worthily of our being called by God.
1: I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. What is the calling? So let
0: me broaden out and look at this word or this concept, this event, this divine event in the lives of Christians elsewhere and come back here. Let's go first to 1 Corinthians 7.22 to answer, what is it? For he who was called in the Lord as a bondservant is a freedman of the Lord. So, were you a bondservant when you were called? Don't worry about it. You're free in the Lord. Likewise, he who was free when he was called is a bondservant of Christ now what's this referring to isn't it clear that here it's referring to our conversion when we were saved when we passed out of death into life when we became believers only it's all traced back to this reality called called so a very common way in the New Testament to refer to conversion is that's when I was called. 1 Peter 2 9. You are a chosen race, you Christians, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So there it is again the calling is this converting moment where god by this action which is calling brings us out of the darkness of not seeing spiritual reality into marvelous light and makes us believers here's the most important text i think to make clear what
1: happens in the calling jews demand signs
0: Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, and we preach Christ crucified to those who demand signs, and we preach Christ crucified to the Greeks who seek wisdom. And it's a stumbling block to these, and it's folly to these.
1: But since we're preaching it to everybody,
0: what happens in some? But to those who are called both sign-seekers and wisdom-seekers, Jews and Greeks, to those who are called—there's a a group among these Jews and among these Greeks—that
1: Christ crucified is
0: experienced as the power of God. To those who are called, Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God for the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. In other words, as the gospel is preached, Christ crucified is heralded. Some reject it because they want a sign, and it's just just a stumbling block. Some seek wisdom, and it just looks foolish. But among those who hear the gospel, there are a group, and they are the called, which means That these folks were receiving a general call, believe Jewish people, believe Greek people, and they rejected it. But there is another group and they're called the call, which means the calling is not this general preaching. The calling is the act of God by which in and through the preaching, Greeks and Jews are awakened out of darkness into the light. And see the cross now, not as folly or as a stumbling block, but as power and wisdom. In other words, we are converted, and we are given eyes to see. That's the that's the calling. Or here's the way Paul puts it in Romans eight thirty: Those whom God predestined, He called; and those whom He called, He justified; and those whom He justified, He glorified. We all know that justification is by faith, which means that. To say that all the called are justified means that the calling creates the faith. The calling creates the light. The calling creates the sight of the cross as power and glory and not foolishness and stumbling block. So, the first answer to the question of what is this calling is it is the act of this merciful God here. Through the gospel of God, by which He brings us out of our spiritual deadness, our spiritual darkness, our spiritual unbelief, and makes us Christians. This is the sovereign work of the merciful God saving sinners, saving those whom He predestined. Those whom He predestined, He called. Those whom He called, He justified. Those whom He justified, He glorified. So why is it present?
1: Tense. I'm going to give you two suggestions. One comes from chapter 5.
0: Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole soul and spirit, spirit and soul and body be kept blameless. There's a keeping, ongoing work that Paul is praying down on the Thessalonians. May he keep you blameless. At the coming of our Lord Jesus, he who calls, present tense, is faithful. He'll do it. Do what? He'll keep you. So I'm suggesting that the present tense calls attention to the fact that That the converting work of God, which is a point in time in which the calling brings us out of darkness into light is expressed through God's ongoing faithfulness that he surely will do. He will continue to so act his calling that every day it brings you or keeps you from darkness in light. So the calling here by being present tense, just like here, by being present tense, is directing our attention to the ongoing voice of God by which he, morning by morning, with new mercy, says, You are mine. Wake up, Piper. You're a believer today. And that calling keeps me in his care, in his salvation. Here's a second answer to the question of why it's present
1: tense. In Romans 4,
0: Paul says, Abraham is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls, present tense, into existence, the things that do not exist. Now, what, what I think the present tense is here is that it's not referring to any particular point in time. This is a present tense because it's just the kind of thing God does, right? Who gives life to the dead and calls. He does it in the past, he does it in the present, he does it in the future. He's just the kind of God who brings into existence what doesn't exist. So, it's just a generic statement of the kind of thing he does. That's the kind of God we have. And so here, that too is perhaps what is in Paul's mind when he says, walk worthily of the God who is the kind of God who does this kind of thing by calling you to his kingdom and glory. So one last question, called to what? And of course, here it is, To his kingdom and his glory. Next time we're going to focus in on what that means, but let me make sure you see there are two other things. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son. So the very first thing that happens in the calling is that we are given faith, given eyes to see, justified, and immediately put in the fellowship of Jesus. The risen Son of God. And here's a second stage in what we're called to. 1 Thessalonians 4 7. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. We're called into the fellowship of His Son first, and then in that power to holiness, a certain kind of life. And then, third, to this He has called you through our gospel so that you may obtain. The glory of our Lord Jesus Christ called to glory, which brings us back to walk worthily of the God who called you to his kingdom and his glory,
1: which we'll talk about next time.